Welcome to the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. I'm your host, registered dietitian and weight loss BFF, Lauren Hubert. Each week, we are changing the narrative that women can be hot and successful at the same damn time and do it in a healthy way. Welcome back to what, I mean, I don't want to go out on a limb, but this might be one of the most iconic episodes because we are here with Danielle and she has not lost 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, or even 60 pounds. She is down 90 pounds and she might even have more updates for us here, but it is such an honor to have Danielle on the episode today to inspire you, to motivate you, and to be the living proof that if you want to lose a lot of weight, you can do it. So welcome, Danielle. Thank you. I'm so excited. I can't believe this is actually happening. I know. It, it feels surreal, right? Like, it does. like you start your journey. It's like you don't know where you're going to end up. And especially when you have big weight loss goals, it's like it feels so far away, but you're here. It was just so crazy. Um, so tell us a little bit more before we get into the 90 pounds down. Talk to us a little bit about before you started your journey. Where did you begin? Okay, so I'm 26. I've been overweight since I was six years old. So first grade, I've never known what it's like to be healthy. I've never been a healthy weight. I've always been the girl in class that was that stuck out and was the big girl. And then as I got older and went through teenagers, that was a point of conversation with boys, especially. And then it, I, it just kind of became my identity. I stopped going places. I was just really in my own little world because I felt like I wasn't deserving to do things because I was so unhealthy and overweight. I wasn't physically capable of going on hikes and going out and hanging out with friends. I was just so embarrassed of myself. And looking back, I know my friends weren't embarrassed of me. But when you get to that really low point, you can't see beyond that. You're just convinced that everyone is looking down on you. Everyone's watching you eat and they're disgusted. And that's just kind of how I felt. And I so wish I could go back and change my mindset and just like slap myself and say, wake up. This is not, this is not your life. You're not deemed to do this. And then I became a mom and I got even more stuck in that mom identity and I don't need to focus on myself. That will always come later. Once they're older, I can lose weight, but then I couldn't even keep up with them. I was very sick after I had my second daughter in 2020, right when COVID hit. And then I was at my highest weight of 250 pounds. I could barely go out to check the mail. And one day I went on a walk. So I had both girls in a double stroller and I was maybe 10 minutes in and I called their dad and said, I need you to come get me. I can't make it back. And versus I have these friends running half marathons and it's so hard to not compare yourself to everyone around you. And even just the person jogging down the street and I couldn't make it back. I physically was unable. My knees, my, all my joints hurt. I've been to so many doctors and they'd always say the same thing. Well, you really need to lose weight. You really need to get your health under control. You're too young for this. And I'd say, oh, whatever. They're just not listening. Losing weight is not the answer. There's something wrong with me, but all my tests would come back normal. And then finally, after just hitting this wall, because with Shiloh, my second daughter, I didn't get the postpartum depression right away. It was like six months later. Oh my goodness. And I was like, I can't do this. I don't deserve to be their mom. And I just really did hit rock bottom. And then finally, because I have literally tried every diet, I've tried every pill. I mean, I've, I can't even tell you how many times I've taken fentramine 
Oh, and you know, all the there's business. actually a woman in the membership recently who commented, and I hope she's listening to this. She's like, I don't know if I'm allowed to post this here, but I am so scared to stop taking Fentramine. And like, I feel like a fraud because I'm trying to do this the right way. I'm following your advice. I'm literally in your membership, but I'm so scared about like this and that and everything. And I know we like wrote this whole thing back and she finally did stop taking it. I would definitely have to share this on my story. But it's so tough, like when you're, whether it's weight loss drugs or like another diet, like to pull that cord and like go all in on doing it the right way. Like, especially with weight loss drugs, if you have experimented with them before, even under medical supervision, like you do it knowing you can't do it forever, but like, it's so hard not to go back to it, especially when you're getting those quick rapid results so quickly. Yep. And you get so desperate. Like, this is my only option. I've, I've tried everything. And so many people I'm hurt. I'm sure you've heard say, well, I watch what I eat. I don't track my calories or anything like that, but I eat healthy. And it's like, but do you? And that's what I've always thought. And it's so, it's been so hard for me because I'm such a picky eater mm-hmm. that then I even further feel defeated. Like I don't like healthy foods. I can't do this. Like I'm just stuck. And then I had this revelation and I spoke to a dietitian, and she said, why are you so focused on eating all these foods that you don't like? And she told me, start telling me the things that you like to eat besides, you know, fast food. Cause I, at one point I actually calculated. So December, 2019, I spent $800 that just that month on fast food for myself. I was eating out like three times a day and, and it wasn't, you are married and you have two children. Like yeah. and it, was, it became a secret wild. thing, a secret thing. I would stuff, you know, I'd have a garbage bag in my car Mm -hmm. and after work on the way home, I would gorge without even thinking about it because I'd get so hangry that I became a different, I literally became a different person. And people think that like hangry is funny, but I'm, it wasn't funny. I would rage and then I would eat, get my fix, almost like an addict, hide the evidence, go home and cook dinner and eat dinner with my family. Like it never happened. And so obviously the pounds were just gaining and I just spiraled out of control. And I told my doc team of doctors, I don't know what to do. I am, I am too far gone. Mm-hmm. And so then I made this list of foods that I do like, and they all said, just start there. And I said, okay, like I'll try. And then slowly it became fast food twice a day and then fast food once a day. And then as I continued, and then I was incorporating healthier foods and just making small habit changes instead of this entire life change overnight, then I was like, wow, I can actually do this because I don't even know how many times over the years, probably starting at 15 is when I started dieting and I could stick with it for two weeks. And then I would go back to the way I was for another year because all these changes, I was trying to change everything about me overnight. Like I'm going to exercise today. Then I can't walk for a week. And then I'm not going to eat fast food for a week. And then I'm binge eating all the time. It's like diving in the deep end when you didn't take, and I was a former lifeguard, you didn't take your little like deep end test. Like we got to start in the shallow pool and not because I don't want you to be in the deep end, but like, like we don't want you to drown. And that's what people do. Women drown themselves in what they think they should be doing to lose weight. And I, I actually loved what you said about like the physician thing, like going to the doctor and all these people saying like, you need to lose weight. And you're like, yeah, like whatever. And like, I honestly, it makes me really think about so many women when they're told in like a medical setting, they need to lose weight. There's so many different reactions that you can have. And ultimately there are definitely situations when people give the advice to lose weight. It's like, that's the result. They don't tell you about how to get there, but I love how 
you and, and your team of physicians were able to kind of break down more of those habits because that's the missing piece for women like losing weight like you think that's what you need to focus on it's like you don't focus on the weight loss you focus on actually the steps it takes breaking down what that goal means and for you it's okay what foods do you like right like telling you what not to eat is not a plan <laughs> like like avoid fast food okay that's great danielle but like how the app are you going to do that it's okay well what are some other foods that could replace that that we should emphasize more in your diet i love that mindset that's what i call an abundance mindset obsessed yeah i love it and i think too um I had to doctor shop. It wasn't that I was like looking for a different answer because I was getting the same answer, but I found a, a woman who specializes in weight loss management and how it looks so different for everyone. And because I do have some health issues that have held me back and she was able to help me get to the bottom of those and say, Hey, I think you need to see a therapist. I think you need to see a dietitian and me. And I'll just kind of be the person that leads everything. And it changed my life. And just having people be straight up honest with you, like what you're doing is not working. You need to stop going balls to the wall all the time and just slow down and take it one day at a time. And I hate to hear that because I'm being a teacher and a mom. I plan everything as far you as, go as I first. can. You want to oh, dive yeah. into the deep end, right? You're oh, just yeah. like me. <laughs> I have to have all or nothing. And that was my mindset for a long time. And then finally I was like, you know, I'm going to try my best today. And if I mess up, there's tomorrow because I've learned so much about myself along the way. Like, I think the biggest thing I've learned about myself is I can eat really healthy up until about five o'clock. And then I get home and like the day has stopped, like all the chaos of the day is just in still motion. And then that's my make or break point. I have to choose to push through till the end of the day. And that's on me. It's no one else's decision. And I don't want to ruin the day. So that's where planning in ahead. Like, I know what I'm going to eat for dinner tonight. That I can't leave this free for all or else I'll go. I, McDonald's is, I can literally step outside and see McDonald's. Oh my goodness. And, and the temptation, right? Yes. And I think what's really important about what you're sharing and the, the way you're saying is just so eloquent as well. You can see, okay, 90 pounds. Like I've lost this amount of weight. And it, I think to someone listening to this or watching this, like it's so easy to be like, oh my God, it happened so easy for her. But I love the transparency. Like we're not even talking about what you did once you started and you started making these tweaks. Like this was all pre-contemplation, contemplation, like trying to begin, like before you took action and like the immediate, like beginning to take action. And it's, it's a process is what I'm trying to say. Like this did not happen overnight for you. And I think that's incredibly important and that's incredibly real. And this is like literally what real weight loss looks like. It doesn't happen overnight. You don't just change one thing and boom, oh my God, I'm almost down a hundred pounds. Like, no, like sometimes it takes so long to even start to get to the place where you're ready to make the change like you were. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it's taken me even just mentally 20 years to get here mm. to tell myself this is time to be about you. Yeah. And like, I always put my kids first and I love them dearly, but if I'm going to be around for them, I have to put myself first for once and kind of like say sorry to everyone else because sorry, I not just sorry. can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> and there, it's been really hard even. So I'm down 94 pounds now, oh, I, which oh is insane. I, it's, I mean, literally I can't even, that's insane. It is. And looking back, so I started 
last year. So my, I liked my official day. So I'm like seven, I want to say 70, 72 pounds since my official day was June 30th of last year was like my, I'm done. This is no my turning time back. day, June 30th. And I haven't turned back, which is insane because I'm not kidding. The longest I think I have ever stuck to anything is two weeks in my life. The only things I've been able to commit to are my significant other and my kids, everything else. I just can't. What? I mean, to go from never following a diet for more than two weeks to being 94 pounds down, committing to something and doing it and not being perfect, right? Which is the whole conversation, oh, yeah. but like being consistent. What do you, What made this different for you? Because I think that's what a lot of women are going to want to know when they're struggling with, okay, I can't stick to something long enough. Like, like what changed? I think it was really focusing on small habit changes one at a time, not trying to revamp my entire life and forge myself into this different person. Because at the end of the day, I'm still me. I still have the same habits. Habits are so hard to break and they're so hard to create. And so I started instead of, because I always thought 1200 calories was the magic number. That's what I, and it didn't matter what I ate. Once I hit 1200 calories, I was good. And a lot of times when it would be like 900 calories that I was eating and it was 900 calories of crap. I still remember that a McChicken from McDonald's is 315 calories. And so I'm like, great, I can eat two of these and a sausage McMuffin and I'm done for the day. I'm good. Wow. And then you start. So I have really thin hair. I always have. And then, but when you have visible bald spots, you're like, Hmm, something's wrong. And I never thought about protein or carbs or anything like that. No macros. It was just calories. And then I asked my doctor, I was like, Hey, I'm losing a lot of hair, like visible bald spots. Like I'm having to spray things on my head to cover it up. And she's like, well, how's your protein? And I was like, what? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> You're like, like, like what you eat could have impact on other like things chicken? besides just like, my weight. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, I like chicken. I eat quite a bit of chicken. And she's like, it's more than just chicken. And I was like, okay. And so here's where the small swaps come in because here's my, my personality is I have to go crazy overnight. I'm going to be, you know, you're Kim Kardashian getting tomorrow. the sense. It's like all or nothing. Like, oh, very much. And it's been that way. It, that's been the, the most difficult change for me is because I have, I have to give myself a pep talk. I really do like slow down mm. and stop trying to be perfect. And I've always tried to be perfect. I was the perfect student. I'm trying really hard to be good in my job and the perfect mom and all the things. And I just can't be those things. I really can't. And it's having to be honest with myself which is really the hardest thing to do. Yeah. And so I tried since I am such a picky eater and there, I have a, like a very small list of things that I like to eat. And I tried to look at those and see, well, what else could I have? That's very similar to this, but better for me. And so the big thing with that was like yogurt, like growing up, my mom always had those yo play yogurts in the fridge, a ton of them. And they were so good. I had like so many a day, the key lime pie, the vanilla, Boston that was so, I mean, we're around the same age. That was so popular when we were growing up. Oh my goodness. Like I remember even going to like my friends' houses, like seeing what their moms bought and like the different flavors. Like that was absolutely the thing. <laughs> I'm having yeah. nostalgia right now. <laughs> yeah. Yogurt is the best. And so, and then being a teacher, like I have very few moments where I can eat. And so I have to get it in where I can. I even have a mini fridge in my classroom now to make sure that I am eating. 
because otherwise it's not going to happen. And then I'm going to make some bad choices because I'm at the point where of no return, basically yeah. where I'm, I'm literally starving and about to explode. And so I make the conscious effort to not get to that point now. So like, so the Yoplait yogurt I used to eat had 28 grams of carbs and 20 grams of sugar and five grams of protein. You know, I didn't ever look at those things. And then I would compare. And then, so the yogurt I eat now, I really like the light and fit Greek yogurt. Oh yeah. So good. And it's half the, it's more than half of the calories. It's nine grams of carbs and seven grams of sugar and it's 12 grams of protein. So I thought, okay, well, this is, this is a good little snack for me to have. What I love about what you're saying is sometimes weight loss is doing things and, and meeting yourself halfway, but also doing things that at first you might not want to do. And it's not a fun conversation. You have to put in the mental work that you've put in. Like that, that shit does not happen overnight. That's why people do something for a short amount of time and don't stick to it because they don't fall in love with it. But when you pair the mindset piece with also understanding that sometimes it is going to be hard, but you have to at least try. Like if you don't try to try a new food or, you know, try to incorporate something and find the fun in it, you're never going to know if it could be something that you could like too. And that's really tough. It's easier said than done for sure. Yeah. And you're never going to know if it works for you unless you try, because I have so many friends. I mean, I have people hitting me up all the time now. What is your secret? Oh, I am sure people are like, what is your secret? Let me ask you, what is your secret? What do you say to them? (laughs) I tell them I track my calories and I eat in a calorie deficit. And I tell them, teacher over here, weight loss is a science. It is math. And you think you're eating healthy, but if you're, if you're not tracking what you're putting in your mouth, all that mayonnaise that you're sticking on your deli turkey or whatever. More than the damn slice of bread you're trying to avoid. (laughs) Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I love a sandwich. I mean, I probably eat a sandwich every damn day. I do. I love that. I sandwiches probably eat a half of one now. People shit on sandwiches, but sandwiches can be a healthy weight loss meal, especially when you pack with protein. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I'm not eating toast for breakfast and then a grilled cheese sandwich for dinner at, and a sandwich for lunch anymore. So like bread, I, I feel bad because I used to go through bread and now the bread just molds on the counter because I really don't eat it as much as I used to. I'm happy. It's not a restriction thing is what I'm hearing, Danielle. It's, it's, it's learning what are all the different variety of things you can have in your diet, which is, is. this is epic. Yeah. That's amazing. It's amazing. And so it's just so funny because I have all these girls from high school messaging me on Facebook. Tell me what your secret is. I need to lose weight because you know, they're in the, their stage of life. Things are kind of slowing down and they've gained a lot of weight and they want to know how do I lose it so fast? Like you look so amazing. You look like a different person, which they're all great things to hear. I'm still just blown away that people are even recognizing it and saying those things because, you know, I see myself every day. It's kind of hard to, but when I look back at pictures, I'm like, wow, like I don't even recognize myself. People don't believe me when I tell them it's really that easy, but it takes time and it's really freaking hard. Like I have to choose every day. And I saw this amazing quote the other day that said, is this supporting the life I'm trying to create? Mm. You have to ask yourself, am I doing like, think of what you want. And even at this point, so I'm 156 pounds, which is insane. Okay. So I can't even, the last time I weighed 156 pounds was literally in third grade, Wow. third grade. So my license says 180 pounds, which I was like 225. I think when I got my license, I was like, we're just going to put a little go on there. And to think that that's almost 30 pounds ago, 
I just can't. I really can't. Like, my brain. I want to actually talk about this more. Something I haven't had the chance to talk about on the podcast thus far is the identity piece of losing a lot of weight. And I think for you firsthand going from where you've been to where you are now, talk to us a little bit about like shedding that identity because you're still the same Danielle, but also I'd argue you're not the same Danielle. I feel like I've had this person inside of me all along that's just been hiding in the shadow because, so I went to Vegas this summer for the first time ever. Love was Vegas. Wait, I have to so ask, where fun. did you say? Where did you say? We stayed at the Mirage. It oh, was a so blast. <laughs> and that was this. I'm, you're not going to believe this. Most people don't believe this. Okay. First time I wore shorts since fourth grade. Oh my Lanta. I was 10. So you not only just wear shorts for the first time in fourth grade, but you do it in all places, Vegas, baby. Oh um, yes. That I is such so a long good. time. Oh my goodness. It is like 16 years. So because I was the person that in 110 degree weather at 20 plus years old would wear long sleeves and jeans because I didn't want anyone to see my body or me to see my body. And I've always thought, you know, black is slimming and flattering and I still kind of opt for black a lot, but I just wanted to cover up. I didn't, I was ashamed mm-hmm. and I ha- I fully believed everyone is looking at me and judging me and thinks I'm disgusting. And as a teacher now seeing adolescents kind of, start to vocalize that. Well, I I don't want to eat lunch because people are looking at me. That just breaks me. And I'm trying so hard to help them get out of that mindset. And it's just like, I wish I could go back because I missed out on a lot as a teenager and a young adult because I held myself back. I'm a very body positive person. It feels like to other people, because I'm like, girl, go do the thing. You look amazing at any weight. It's totally, and I always say this to clients too, because no, no matter what, what I've really learned is no matter how much you weigh, I think, you know, absolutely when you are in a heavier body that much more people, I mean, let's be real. Like there is a stigma around looking a certain way. We're not here to not talk about that. And I do want to talk about that, but I think regardless of how much you weigh and what you look like, it it's very easy for someone to be like, go out there and, you know, put yourself out there. It doesn't matter how much you weigh, like you're still an amazing, beautiful person. And like, it's, it's so tough. And I think the hardest part about it is because someone can say it to you, but like you believing it is a completely different part of the journey. And that's what I actually really love about your story, Danielle. Like it, the weight loss is amazing, but I always say like the transformation internally, I actually love so much more. And like people often are probably shocked. They say that as someone who like talks about weight loss and like, I love weight loss and body composition and like seeing the progress and the progress photos and the weigh-ins, but like nothing will ever feel as good as like you actually feeling good about yourself. Yeah. It's made a huge difference. Like, so I've struggled with anxiety and depression most of my life. And when people find that out now, they're shocked. They're like, but you're so outgoing. And I'm like, "Uh, that's hilarious. (laughs) That's what I wanted you to think. (laughs) Yeah. And it's so funny to me because if you would have told me last year, that I would lose 94 pounds, I would have laughed in your face. Like that is not possible. Bet a million dollars? I I will bet you a million dollars. That will not happen. (laughs) It's just wild. Like I have, I actually just bagged up. um, Well, before I, a few months ago, I moved and I bagged up six bags of clothes that don't fit anymore. And then I just bagged up another three bags because, and I've been holding on to them because I'm like, I might need these again. But identity piece, that is the identity piece I'm talking about. 
Yeah, I was a 2X, 3X. I mean, I've always shopped in plus size. Even as a little girl, I had to wear like grandma women's clothes because I couldn't fit into the 14, 16 little girls clothes anymore that all my friends were wearing. And now I wear a medium and I just How still do you can't wrap your brain around. I mean, just even the clothing, let me talk about clothing sizes all day, because that's a whole, that's a whole podcast episode. Let's be real. But yeah. going from where you were to now seeing a size medium and being able to go into a store and not have to like stress about, do they have your size? How, how do you wrap your mind around that? You know what I mean? Like, cause you're, you were for at such a young age, like these things were like programmed into you, right? Like it was stuff that so many young children don't have to think about, but then when you are overweight in the way that you were, it, it's something that you have to think about. Like you constantly think about your weight. And that probably is what feeds a lot of this obsession and just worry about, you know, how you look, but how, you know, on the other side, how do you wrap your brain around? Like, I actually did this. Like I, I actually am a size medium now. Yeah. I have to really take the time to reflect on how far I've come. Mm -hmm. Like there are those down days because now I'm struggling with different body image issues after losing so much weight. Yeah. But like, I have to give myself the love that I never really got and make choices for myself. Like I'm going to buy myself a new outfit and I'm not going to feel bad about it. I earned this. Like just last weekend, I got professional pictures done of just me in a sunflower field and they were like so cute I was Wait, feeling I myself these, Danielle. <laughs> oh, I'll have to send them to you and then in December I celebrated last December I hit 199 pounds so wonderland is what it's called and I got boudoir photos done I was like I'm not at the weight I want to be but I am feeling myself and I'm gonna look damn good doing it and I yeah. did yes and that's so important it's it's celebrating like it's okay that you're so laser focused and you have that like lion energy. That's not the right quote, but you know what I mean? Like that, that just perseverance and focus on like where you're trying to go, but also don't forget to celebrate yourself along the way. That's really what I'm taking from this. Like you cannot be at the 150 pounds. You might be at 199, but girl, you just broke 200 fucking pounds. Like let's celebrate that. Like that's yeah. huge. And it's, if you don't look for reasons to celebrate, you will continue to find the reasons that you're not good enough. You haven't come far. Like you're not at the end result. And it's like, if you could make a choice, cause sometimes it is a little bit of a choice. Like how can you start to recognize the positive? So it feeds more into your life. Now it's not just a flip of a switch. I do want to say that, but like the, the sure. proof of you making that choice to do that photo shoot, that fedora shoot, like that, that's making the choice that I am going to celebrate myself. And that's like a statement in, in that, you know, I'm actually doing it, you know? Yeah. And you kind of have to speak it into existence, like throw it into the universe. You may not believe it, but the more you continue to pep talk yourself and show up for yourself, that is going to become a reality. I've denied myself from having friends, from going out and just doing things and living life because of my weight. And I'm done. I'm almost 30. And like just now my life is finally starting, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. And it is so good. There's so many could have, would have, should have that I could have said to myself, but I have to leave that old self behind because she doesn't exist anymore. And I have to just start from where I am at and be okay with that. 
I still go to therapy. I even told my therapist last night, there's so many things I wish I could have said and done to myself and my life would have been so much better, so much earlier, but that's in the past. And I can just meet myself where I'm at today and it's going to be a great old time. And I just have to keep going. It, it. it really is easier said than, than done, but I feel like, and what I want listeners to know that if I can, if I can do it, the pickiest you know, used to be laziest person of all time. Don't talk any, about yourself that way. Can. I mean, I'm being honest. Like, no, 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 no. I, I love the honesty. Um, it's true. Like, it's so true. Anybody can do it, no matter where you're at. I Which mean, I've gone through work. a lot of stuff over the last few years, and sometimes I get weighed down, and that's okay. We got to process our feelings, right, and not let them bottle up. But it's happening. It's a. It is really a work in progress every day. I feel like. I don't even know how to put it. I'm just working on me because this is the only body I have for the rest of my life. To sum things up, because I know for me, especially weight loss is information overload. There is so much out there, like even just the like keto plan and all the different diets. Like I saw your post about eating like bacon and cheese and then, but you can't eat a banana. I know, it's things. <laughs> it is. And just go slow, take it one day at a time. And if you mess up, let it roll off. Tomorrow's a new day. And eventually those habits are going to change. And like 94 pounds sounds like a lot. I mean, it is like, I still it is can't. A lot. Don't, don't underplay that. That's a lot. It's a lot. And you know, if I reach a hundred pounds, God, like, I don't even know what I'm going to, I'm going to freak out even just now. Like it doesn't feel real to me. And I remember last summer, because so last summer I went to Washington, D.C. Because I have this goal every year. If, if I can afford it, which I can't always, I want to go somewhere new that I've never been before. But last summer I went to Washington, D.C. I was miserable. This was right before that June 30th. I think I got back June 22nd. You know, saw all the things. But the whole time I couldn't keep up. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I just can't. But when I get back home... I'm not going to try to reinvent myself in one day. I'm just going to take one day at a time and just survive the day, make it through and celebrate my some small successes. Like my first goal, I think it was 10 pounds at a time. And now that I've reached like, so I think my first ultimate goal, I call it was 179 because that's what I weighed in fifth grade. And at the time I was a fifth grade teacher and I surpassed it. And then I was like, well, what do I do now? And so it's just every day I... I think celebrating yourself, but making the conscious effort to show up for yourself in whatever way that looks like. If it means some people I know like drink their calories, maybe it's like, let's switch to diet. God forbid, because so many people hate diet soda. Don't hate on my mini diet Pepsis. I still have those. You know, I, I don't cut all the bad quote, bad things out. I just make it work. You make it work. I make it work. Thank you so much, Danielle. 